soft mute the lines. Hang on one second. All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. All right, we did the, what's called a soft mute, and uh, when you're ready to ask your questions here in a little bit, you'll be able to just unmute yourself by hitting star six. I want to say good morning to everybody. Uh, this is our Monday morning leadership call. You're going to have Senior Vice President Oren Solomon and Leanne Gabriel on here in just a second. Uh, they're going to be able to answer your questions you have from a leadership standpoint. But we've got a real quick message for you beforehand, before we get to that. And uh, my name is, uh, you don't recognize my voice, I'm Jim Lambright here, Regional Vice President in the uh, great state of Ohio, O-H-I-O. I heard you all say it out there. Okay, so this morning, we want to talk to you about presentations. But before we get into it, we want to expand your mind a little bit. Here's what I want to talk to you about this morning. I want you to imagine this. I want you to imagine that your promotion in this business of getting to the top level of the business, to gain to RVP or SVP, that is not measured in time as time we know it. See, in our business, Time is not measured in seconds, minutes, hours, days, months, and years. It's not. I mean, how many times do you hear somebody say, I've been in the business five years and I'm an executive team leader? But we also know people that have done it, been in four months and they've hit the regional director position. What is the difference? What is the difference? It can't be time because people hit the positions all in different amounts of time, right? Ms. Nancy Holzman hit RVP in under a year. What is it that we need to measure? And here's what I believe, and here's what many of the other experts believe, and I believe this after reading about it, and that is, it's the number of presentations that you do. It's the number of presentations. Time in ACN, to get to the next position is measured in the number of presentations you do. Now it's a hard paradigm shift because we measure everything in time. How long does it take for me to drive to uh, my work? How long am I gonna be sitting in this meeting? We measure everything based on time, but time in our industry is based on the number of presentations. What does that mean? That means the person who gets to regional director in four months just did a lot more presentations than the person where it took them five years to do it, right? They did a lot more presentations in a shorter amount of time. So here's something to kind of expand your brain. I want you to think about this. What if, just what if, you have to suspend your disbelief for a second, what if I told you right now that if you went out and did 1,000 presentations, you would be crowned SVP? It did not matter what the people said. It did not matter if they got in. It did not matter if they became a customer. It only mattered that you did 1,000 of them. You had to do them. You had to pull out the sheet. You had to read it to them. And if you're too scared to do that, you had to sit with them while they watched the video. Okay? So some people say, I just can't present. I can't present. Can you sit down with them and push, push the play button? Notice I didn't say send them the video. I said sit with them and, and uh, push play and sit with them while they, do, while they do the video. What if you did a thousand of those and you're crowned SVP? You got to get up on stage. How fast could you get it done? How fast could you get through a thousand of those? Who would it be dependent on? It would be dependent upon you, right? 
How fast could you do it? Could you do it in a year? Could you do, could you do a thousand presentations in a year? Do the math on it. It's three a day. Of course you could do that, right? You could do that on your lunchtime at work. You could do three presentations a day. So how fast do you want to get to the next position is based upon how many presentations you can do in the shortest amount of time. Now, this is why we love the PBR system, right? Because in one hour, I can put 10 people in the room and do one presentation, and that counts as 10. Because did I not present it to 10 people? That's how we're able to bend time to do it in groups. Now, some of you are not able to get the PBR together, and you're gonna, need, you're gonna knock them out one at a time. Well, you're either gonna have to do a lot more presentations per day, or you're gonna extend out your period of time that it takes. I want you to think about that. Why is it that I say it doesn't matter what their answer is? Isn't that curious? When I read that, I found that to be very curious. Like, why, why would that be true? Why would it not matter what they say? Of course it matters what they say. They have to get in, right? No, it does not matter what they say because the law of large numbers takes effect. What does that mean, the law of large numbers? Here's what we know, that on a certain number of people, based on the average over 26 years, that if you go out and do a thousand presentations, personally, you would be an SVP. Because we know the number of people that would get in, we know the number of people of red apples and we would teach them to go out and do the exact same thing. And your leaders would show up and they would take you to the top. So you've got to switch your mind shift. Get, switch your mindset. You've got to get off the, I've been in ACN for X amount of days, X amount of months, X amount of years. You've got to be, I've been in ACN 31 presentations. That's how long I've been in the business. I've done 31 personal presentations. Start thinking about it in presentations. How many presentations did I do last week? If the answer is zero, you don't get to count that as any time in the business because it's based on presentations. If you got after this week and you did 10 presentations a day for the next week, your business would be light years ahead literally a week from now. So start thinking about it in presentations. That was my message for you this morning. I read that the other day and it really changed my mindset as far as my own growth in the business and where I'm going. I have not been doing enough presentations and so my time in the business has come to a standstill. I've slowed down because I'm not doing presentations even though I'm quote, I'm using air quotes, doing the business. I'm going to the trainings. I'm getting on the calls. I'm going to Saturday and speaking at the events. I'm not doing enough presentations and it was a light bulb that went off. So that's my part right there. I want to bring on somebody who's going to talk to you specifically about how to effectively present. And it's the king himself. We call him King Solomon in our house. Mr. Solomon, are you on the line? I'm here, Jim. Thank you so much for that message. Great message. Uh, perfect timing. It's all about numbers, as you know. And um, I think one of the greatest things about our opportunity is that you can always start over and you can always kind of self-evaluate where you are and see some of the things or some of the deficiencies you might have or what you aren't doing or what you didn't do in the beginning to get to where you got, and you can change it immediately. So we so appreciate your leadership and 
uh, you're just one of the best of the best trainers in, in all of AC. So, Jim, thank you so much for the great for, the, for that great message. Um, so, here's the deal, guys. I want to talk about uh, presenting the information. Jim, uh, Jim, Jim did a phenomenal job of explaining to you. Uh, obviously, you have to present, but I want to talk about. Um, presenting the right way, all right? Because there's two types of presentations. And in my travels over the last few weeks, I've been to Virginia Beach, I've been to Philadelphia, I've been to a number of different places. And, you know, I, I see people communicating with people, but not doing it in an effective way, not in an effective enough way to move them to action, to close volume. So I want to give you guys some tips here. Now, there's two types of presentations. There are effective and there are ineffective presentations. That's it. There's no right way, wrong way. There's just effective and ineffective. And one of the things I saw when I was traveling, when people were presenting, is sometimes I, I see people talking at people as opposed to talking to people. Uh, and there is a difference, you know. When you're talking at someone, it's, it's almost like you're 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 um, you're attacking them or lashing out at them or you're selling them on what it is that you're doing. You're, you're selling people on the opportunity, and your 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 tonality is loud, and you're and you're kind of forceful. When you know you, you don't want to do that, you want to be happy. All right, before before you walk into a presentation, just put the word happy in your head. Just think happy, 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 because your demeanor. It's so, so, so important. If you come across as a happy person and, and everything is fine and everything is lovely and great, you're going to get that response back to them. You're going to get that, that uh, reciprocation back. But if you come across as, as, you know, pushy and needy, like people can tell, look, here's the deal. If you need people, you can't lead people. I'll say it again. If you need them, you can't lead them. And people can tell when you're desperate. People can tell when you're when you're pushing them. People can tell when you when you when, when you got an edge on you. So you want to relax, man. You want to be calm. You want to be cool, and you want to just have a conversation with them. I don't care if you're presenting the information. I don't care if you're training them. But you want to be you want to be non-threatening. You don't want to be pushy. All right. Another thing you want to do is when you're speaking in front of the crowds, like in, in front of meetings, you want to have eye contact with the guests. You want to you want to you want to have a conversation with them. So look at look at them in the eye. Look at the people that are looking at the opportunity for the first time in the eye, so you can, can you can relate and connect with them. You know, years ago I, I told you guys about a book from John Maxwell called uh, "Many People Communicate, Few Connect." And you really have to connect with people. You've got to relate to people uh, so that they, they like you. People have to like you. This is a voluntary business, a voluntary army. So they've got to feel that, you know, you can lead them the way they want to go, that you are, you're compassionate, you're strong, you, you have great leadership qualities, you present yourself well. It's a combination of everything, all right? So but they have to feel that you can lead them the way they want to go. So you want to... You want to connect with them, and you want to do it by eye contact. You know, one of the meetings I went to, um, one of the presenters, you know, just he stayed on one side of the room the whole time and just spoke to one person, and there were other guests in the room. And I, I surveyed the room, and I can feel the energy of the other guests feeling that they weren't getting any attention. And they were trying to they were trying to get him to get their attention. They were they were leaning forward and they were like, you know, he's not even looking this way. He was just talking to one person. And 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 I'm telling you, those people 
they didn't take advantage of it because of that. So you want to make sure that, you know, and, and this comes with time. When you're presenting in front of big crowds, you know, walk around a little bit. Connect with people. Talk to every single person in the room, not just one side of the room uh, or not just one person. And, you know, when I got up and I spoke, I made it a point to, to kind of not necessarily address that, but communicate with those particular people. People are looking for your chink in your armor. They're looking for anything to hold against you because you're trying to sell them to get in your business. So you want to, we, we've got to present ourselves in the best light and the highest light possible. And so you want to be inclusive, right? And again, your, you know, your body language and tonality is so important, man. People can tell when you're on the edge, when you, when you need them, or when you, maybe when it's not going the way you want it to go. Just kind of chill out, you know, happy, happy, have, have a happy conversation, be happy, <laughs> and go out, present, and laugh. Like, when you're presenting the information, you should be smiling. You should be smiling, you know, like, or, or say stuff like, isn't this great? Isn't this awesome? You know, just little things like that while you're presenting to people, just to kind of get a feel. You want to get them shaking their heads. You want to get them saying, you know, yeah, I get it, you know. Now, just to, just some logistics, you know, when you're talking to someone, if you're doing an overview in the beginning, um, you always want to talk about, you know, your background, your story, but you only want to take two minutes on it, guys. You don't want to be long and drawn out and over, you don't want to overhype it. You want to just relate mm-hmm. to that. Hey, prior to ACN, yeah. I, I was at a job, I hated my job, I was living paycheck to paycheck. You want them saying, me too, me too. We call those me too's, me too. I hate my job. I'm living paycheck to paycheck. That's relating. That's connecting with people. So important. You guys, when you do that, you break the ice. You break the ice. And now now you have their attention. Now you have their attention. They're going to listen to you. And then when you go to the information, obviously, you know, you read the one through eight uh, presentation. You want to be as quick as possible. And it shouldn't take 20, 30 minutes to go through that uh, information. But here's the deal. You know, when, when the meeting is done, it is important to close properly. It is so, so, so important to close. Now, again, I'm not going to tell you how to present. You can present the way you present. But the beginning of the meeting is so important. So what, what you say to people beforehand, like when, if you're talking to people prior to the meeting, that's when you get a chance to meet who it is you're talking to. You get, you get to meet and see what profession they are, whether they're a student, a business owner, an employee, uh, a, a retired military person. You, that's, that's data time. That's when you find out all the information you can about your people so that you can relate to them during the presentation. So that's one of the most important parts of the presentation. And then the second most important part is obviously the end, you know, when you close. So if, in, in the beginning, if you get all the data, you can present the information the way that they need to hear it. And then at the end, you can close properly. You can, you can uh, you know, go through the three types of people or, you know, say that, you know, maybe a statement about, you know, how, you know, um, you know, you hated your job, you were looking for something, ACN came at the right time, uh, and, and, you know, now you're, you're able to cover all your, your car note or your house note or, you know, like now you have free gas and electricity or, you know, whatever it is you can do to relate to that person or to move them to action. But here's the deal, guys. You know, this doesn't just apply to when you're doing regular meetings. It applies to when you're doing one-on-ones and personal and smaller meetings as well. You know, you got to be able to close. Now, if you're relatively new and the meeting is done, and, and but you're not getting any traction, man, it is so important to reach out to your upline. It's so important to reach out to your mentor and do a three-way, do a, do a close call. 
on experience RD on the line that has been around for a while, they can assist you in moving that person to action. They can assist you in getting something out of that meeting. And, and that's, and that's kind of like my, my, the third thing I want to talk about is, you know, every single meeting, you got to make it count. You have to make it count. What does that mean? You've got to get something out of that presentation. Meaning, uh, uh, you know, get a, get a survey filled out. You know, get a customer. Get a few referrals. Or obviously get a business owner. Go to the meeting in Virginia Beach this weekend. We didn't have a big crowd, but it was a great group. Small amount of guests. All right? But, I mean, I kind of love that setting because I can really, really get down to the nitty-gritty and communicate with people and connect with them and look them in the eyeball and tell them my experience about ACN. And I only think we had a few guests, but somebody got started on the spot. Got started, paid up. They're in a, they're they're really excited about the business. They're from Philadelphia. Uh, it's just man, if, if if you present the opportunity properly, and if you let people know, you know what's in it for them, and you relate to and connect with them properly, you can get positive results from every single presentation that you do. But you have to be intentional about that. You have to be intentional about relating, connecting. Uh, you know, moving the room, working the room. Um, knowing the situation you're in, knowing when you're over your head that maybe, hey, this person is really successful. Uh, he is more, he or she is more successful than I am. Let me call Ms. Gabriel and get her on the line. Let me call my mentor. Let me call, you know, Michelle Walker. Let me, let me call, um, you know, Gary. Well, let me call some of the top people uh, or let, let me call my upline to help me close this person and move them to action because I'm a little out of my legal. I don't know what to do. And, guys, here's the thing. That's when you got you to gotta let your ego uh, step back and say, hey, look, I think I'm a little over my head here. Uh, it's funny when people tell us, hey, I, I did three presentations a day or, or, or today. And then and when you ask them, well, what happened? And I say, well, you know, um, I'm gonna, I got to follow up with them. I'm like, well, why did you call your mentor on the line at that point to get him on the line? I, I, I know one of the, we have some people that are great at that. Like, I, I, there's a guy in Virginia Beach. Uh, these guys, uh, Tyler Weger and, and Aaron Porter, they're great, man. When they do these presentations, right afterwards, they give you a call. And, and, and it's a training opportunity for them so they can hear me communicating with the people, kind of getting a gauge on where they are. And I can move them to, hey, why don't you fill out a survey right now? Uh, because he can show you how to eliminate your cell phone bill forever, you know? It's a training opportunity for people, you know, or, hey, you know, uh, do you see an opportunity? You ready to get started? Yes. Hey, man, let's go ahead and get them started right now. All right. So, again, to, to, there's so many pieces to this puzzle. This is just a puzzle. OK. And, you know, when I was a kid, I used to love puzzles. I, my mom would get me puzzles and I just love sitting down all day and putting the pieces together to figure the thing out so that I can see the, the end result. And ACN is that same way. There are small pieces of the puzzle that you have to put together to make it a perfect fit, all right? So a piece of the, one piece of the puzzle uh, Jim talked about earlier is obviously going through the numbers, talking to people. You know, once you master that piece of the puzzle, all right, then you've got to get them in front of the information, all right? And then when you master getting them to the meetings, you've got to master being able to present the information so that they can see. You've got to be able to paint the picture, relate, connect, people so that they want to be in business with you that is an art and, and that only comes with practice it only comes with time which means you have to do you got to pay you got to you got to talk to a thousand people but you got to do a thousand presentations <laughs> okay that comes with time the more presentations you do the better you get at it the better you relate the better you connect all right and then that's that's another piece 
Then another piece is then, all right, how do I close? You know, for me, when I got started initially, that was the toughest part of business. I would do a presentation, but I was a terrible closer. I just wasn't good at it. And then I just started trying different things. And because I was doing a lot of presentations, I said, well, let me try this. Oh, let me try this. Let me try this. And then eventually, because I did so many of them, I was able to master how to close. Now, are you going to close people all the time? Are they going to become reps all the time? No way. All right, but if you can increase your chances of getting them to do something, uh, then then you win. You know, the more presentations you do, you know how to handle when someone says, no, I'm not interested. You know immediately, hey, why don't you fill out a survey? Or you know, you can tell by somebody's body language. After a while, after doing a ton of presentations, you can tell when someone is sitting a certain way or looking at you a certain way. You can kind of get an idea sometimes on how they feel. Now, I'm not always right about that. I'll be honest with you. I've done presentations where the person looked completely not interested. And when I was done, they signed up in the business. I was like, what? <laughs> you know, that happens every so often. But if you're doing this a lot, you can tell. You can tell who to go to to close. If you're doing a PBR, you've got a large group. And you've got maybe 10 or 15 people there, 20 people there. You can tell who's giving you the right body language. They're shaking their head. They're responsive. You know who to go to first. All right, that's another piece of the puzzle. But I'm going to tell you a big piece of the puzzle is when you close, when you close, making sure you know that, hey, when this person's ready, you put them in the system right away. You don't over-talk. You're not having a long conversation. You're not, you're not, you just get them started. Or you got to know when, hey, man, I really need to get my upline or my mentor on the line here to help me push this person. Or I really got to get a survey filled out. You need to get paid for your time is what I'm telling you. If you're going to be out there talking to people and presenting to people and you leave out of there with nothing, shame on you. You have to get paid for your time. You got to get something out of your time. So it's very important that you, um, you know, have them do a survey, have them become a customer. Make sure you, you follow up with them. Make sure that you promote the next event. Let me say that again. Make sure that you promote the next event. A lot of people present the information and don't promote the next event. People want to know what's next. What's next? What's next? Well, it's the next event, which is a Saturday training event. So the home meetings and the one-on-ones are a great opportunity for you to give exposure. But, man, it is so important that you promote the bajeebies out of the training event. Once we get them to the training event, that is it. I'm going to tell you a quick story. Less than uh, maybe three weeks ago, uh, I, I, I went and did a one-on-one presentation. You got working with. He said, I've got a guy I need you to meet. We went to his office, sat down with him. Uh, we, did a, we did a quick uh, overview, had my laptop. He said, man, I love it. He said, well, you know, I don't have the money right now, but, you know, I'm interested. I said, well, he said, what's next? I said, well, I really need you to come to this Saturday training event. He said, look, I just moved here from New Jersey. I don't, I don't have a ride. I said, look, you, I'll come get you. And that's another tip, another piece of the puzzle. Pick them up to get them to the presentation. Brought the guy to the presentation, loved it, saw it, signed up right away. Guys, it's not even three weeks. This guy has 56 customer points in the business. He's so excited about ACN. All right, that I, I, we talk every day, we text every day. He's like, "Look, man, my goal is to get sixty points as quick as possible." I know people here, I know people there, and that's just one story. It doesn't happen that way all the time, but I'm telling you, when you when you when you do it the right way, when you follow the system the right way, and you have the right person, okay, it has nothing to do with me, it has nothing to do with 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 Leanne, it has nothing, it has everything to do with 
finding the right person, catching them at the right time, but doing the right thing to get them where they need to go on the compensation plan. It, a lot of times you can have the right people in your business, but if you aren't doing the right thing, you lose good people. I hope I'm getting home with some of you here. So you got to know what to do with these people when you get them. And that's just another piece of the puzzle. So I know I'm all over the place here, but I hope this is helping you guys. In fact, I'm going to open it up really quick. For anyone that has any questions, for those of you that are out there presenting and maybe aren't getting what, what you're looking for, um, let me open the line up. Hang on one second. All participants are muted. All participants are unmuted. Right. Any questions or comments about anything I've talked about or Jim talked about, we'll be in the call. Hello, great day, Jim. Mr. Solomon. Good morning. How are you? Thank you, Mr. Ohio. I wanted to find out. You don't always utilize the expert or um, pass to someone, and I guess in my we always bring somebody um, either at the after the presentation, whether it's a one-on-one -on -one, or if you're doing it at a PBR, the expert's actually always there. Um, is, is there a time during this 1,000, what use that number, that you sometimes do, just maybe when you feel like you can gauge it, or is it best because you want to duplicate the system to always make sure there's uh, someone there to help? I was to close my own person. Great question. Great question. So, and let me, I know mean, you were going in and out. So basically what you're saying, and I just want to make sure I got this right, is do you always want to call your your upline mentor when you're doing the presentation, or there, is there a specific time or, or a different time that you do it and not do it? Or is that what you're saying? That's the question. Well, well, I was always taught that we didn't close our own person. So mm -hmm. I may do if I do a one-on-one -on -one and sit down with someone, um, I'll do the presentation. But at some point. Um, I'm either going to, if I'm, if I'm at the coffee shop or whatever, I'm either, I've already made arrangements to call the, um, uh, an upright expert or someone else to help me close that person, or um, you're going to join yep. me in a moment or something. And so yep. as we go through that thousand, it sounded like you didn't always do it. You only did it with maybe the um, uh, red apple who was over yeah. your head. So yeah. I'm just trying to get an idea of, and, and again, it's duplication too. So right. where's okay, that line? All right, so here's the thing. So every situation is different. The more you do these things, the better you get at it. But, you know, in the beginning, you know, I highly recommend, you know, you reach out to your mentor. And the purpose of it, guys, is two, there's a couple of reasons you do that. It's not just so you can for a duplication purpose. It really is for edification of you. You know, a lot of times I, I'll call in just to give me some edification with the people I'm talking to because maybe, maybe they can hear it better from a little hang on one All participants are muted and they can unmute themselves. Maybe they can hear it better coming from, if I'm talking to a lawyer, maybe they can relate and connect better with a lawyer. Well, if I'm talking to a business owner, they can they can relate and connect to someone else that's in the magazine. So it's not necessarily, you know, you have to, you know, because, look, in the beginning, I did that. I did a presentation. I would call my mentor, and that time it was Mike Kane, 
And he would, he would close out the meeting or he would do the edification. He would do whatever he had to do to move people to action. But the more you do this thing, as you get better at it, you can close yourself. So here's the thing. You, you, you don't want to be a robot, guys. The whole purpose of doing this is so that you can be independent and you can run your own meetings. You can close volume yourself. But what we're saying to you is if you're having an issue doing it, if you're presenting and you're not closing people, you need help. <laughs> the bottom line is you need help. So, you know, in, in that case, I would say reach out to your mentor. Uh, and a lot, look, man, I do, I do uh, closing calls for Leanne. I get calls from James Adlam every other couple of days. Uh, I do three-way calls for him all the time. I do closing calls for him all the time. And, and the, these guys are senior vice presidents. They, they've been circling champions many times over. But, you know, they, it's a time and a place is what I'm trying to say. If it doesn't, it's not all the time that you have to do that. But if you're struggling, if you're not great at closing, it is important to use your mentor. I know, I know Leanne may have something to add to. She might want to add to that. Leanne, you there? I just couldn't agree with you more. You know, I mean, it depends on where you are and it depends on the relationship with the person. You know, and if you feel like you've got it in the bag and you're not, you're presenting and you're making results, fantastic. If you're not producing results, it's either your presentation needs work or you need to involve your upline in the closing piece of it to get something else done. Um, obviously, when you're cold market, no matter what, your number's going to be lower than your warm market. So you just got to roll with that piece of information and, and, you know, take that with a great result when you're doing, like, really cold market. But, you know, or I do the same thing. I can't tell you how many times I sat down and been like, oh, do you have a minute? I'm sitting in a Starbucks. I'm sitting somewhere with somebody. And, you know, just took a look at the APN business. And, you know, if we're doing that and we're senior vice presidents, sometimes we realize that they need to hear either a different story than ours because they can't, don't relate to or that we can't really edify ourselves, so we need somebody else to do it. I've even called people in my downline and had them get on the phone because there's a common thread. I think they'll connect with them. I know the person will edify me. So we're all using that. And you got to look at your results and look at how warm or cold your market is and assess it on an ongoing basis. Awesome. So here's the thing. If, if you know, if the SVPs are calling people, the closer people, if you're an ETL, 100%, you should be doing that. 100%. It should never, never be a presentation where you, when you're, when you're done and you don't get anything out of it and you didn't reach out to your mentor. It should never happen. All right. I'm going to, uh, we, I get, we have this line open, so um, if you want to say something, just hit star six, and uh, you should be in the call. If we have any other questions or comments before we end the call. All right, going once. Mr. Solomon, I was just going to add a call of action for anybody on the uh, call this morning. Yes, sir. Let's double whatever you did yesterday. Whatever you did in the last 24 hours as far as presentations, today make a commitment to double it. So if you did zero yesterday, commit to do one today. One is greater than zero. And that is a huge movement in any type of entrepreneurial endeavor. One is always greater than zero. So if yesterday was a zero, commit to one today. If you did one yesterday, do two today. That's it. That's my call of action. I love it. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate it. All right, any other questions before we end the call? If you want to talk, you got to get star six. Going once. Going twice. All right, Jim, Leanne, we good? We're good. We're good. Get some guests on that webinar tonight. We're all going to load it up.